With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's hour number two of the early line right here on Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Donnie Wright. I didn't want to go through some of the college action that will be offered up today. Not just some college football, but ranked action as well. Back for college basketball after two straight days of no ranked teams being featured. We'll start with college football here. Memphis and Tulsa and a little American action. Uh, we've got a six and a half point line for the Memphis Tigers at home. 62 and a half is your listed over under. Uh, any interest here on some Thursday night college uh, action? It seems simple to me. If I'm going to get under a touchdown here, I'm probably going to lean towards Memphis. Why? Just looking at a simple statistic here in college football. Some teams can stop the run. Some teams can stop the pass. Take a look at this. Now, Tulsa, 176 yards per game in the air that they allow. You say, wow, Donnie, that's a really good defense that you're lining up against. Not so fast here. 227 yards per game on the ground they give up, where you say, like, well, maybe the other team's just running. No, that's 5.1 yards per carry. It's not that the other team's running 65 times at two yards a clip. They are ripping off chunks. Every time they hand the football off, they're getting five yards, which will open up the passing game for tonight. Because if you're going back just even a couple games, Tulane, 357 yards on the ground they had against Tulsa. If you're winding it back, take a look at this. Now, I understand Navy only likes to run the football at 455 yards. In a game where you know, Kevin, that team's not going to throw the football, you give up that amount, which is equated to 6.6 yards per carry when you know it's coming. I have no choice but to go at Memphis tonight. That's a ridiculous statistic. It, yeah, it, it absolutely is. One thing with this game tonight uh, is questions around the quarterback position for mm-hmm. Tulsa. If it's Davis Brin, I think it's hard then to not be tempted by this total. Davis Brin has been uh, really good for Tulsa. Last week he was out against Tulane. Braylon Braxton, the freshman, comes in. They're held to just 13 points. Look, as a freshman up against that Tulane defense, what do you expect? Memphis, though, eight of nine games this year played to the over. If Davis mm-hmm. Brin is in, I think that's the direction I would start to look. As far as college basketball goes, again, we've got some ranked teams in action. One of those teams, Kansas. The Jayhawks up against North Dakota State. Kansas is in an interesting spot for those that are not kind of following along. No Bill Self for the first four games due to that uh, very harsh, self-inflicted uh, penalty that was put forward in their opening game against Omaha, which an 89-64 win. However, that 25-point margin was nowhere near close enough to cover a 33-and-a-half-point line. Kansas's largest lead actually was 28, so at no point in the basketball game did they show cover. Any temptation here on a Kansas line or at the minimum how you would factor in the fact that Bill Self is not there for these basketball games? Yeah, I don't factor that in in one bit at all. It's just a matter of fact is that we really need a great play call here without 10 minutes to go in the first half because Bill Self was there and got up two points. No, they should be able to just run roughshod over North Dakota State. But having said that, these are interesting betting times here because we don't know the motivation. And as I say that, of course, Kansas, 1 through 12, 1 through 15, who's ever getting in the game, student managers, sure, they want to play well and score a lot of points. But the fact of the matter is, when do you call the dogs off in these games? This isn't a recruiting game. You're not bringing everybody into the fog tonight. 
it. Be like, hey, you know what? This is our big game against North Dakota State. It's not going to be a sleepy atmosphere because Kansas loves its basketball. When I look at that line here at 23 and a half, I question to myself and say, well, if I know at the end of the game, if they're up 30 points, they're probably going to be able to hold on. But do you want to put that even into question? If I'm looking at these big lines, Kevin, for myself, I say, give me the first half. That's going to be the most complete half of basketball. No matter what the scoreboard is saying, my starters will be in the game unless they've gotten early fouls. Kansas first half for me as opposed to full game. We are with our radio audience on this Thursday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh. That's Donnie Wrightside. You're listening to The Early Line on Sirius XM, Channel 159. Rocking through a little bit of the college basketball. Creighton's got an, again, relatively speaking, interesting game against North Dakota. Here's what I'm interested in. Opening game for Creighton was against St. Thomas, a new team up here in Division One. I. I had a piece of this over. Uh, that number was 149. Final score features 132 points. Creighton, though, did allow an opponent team total over for St. Thomas, who got to just 60. And St. Thomas scored about three points in the last 10 minutes of this game. They actually had a lead with 10 minutes left in the game at Creighton. Creighton was a 28-point favorite and did not sniff a cover. Now, we're early into your college basketball season. Maybe, right, maybe St. Thomas is much better than the preseason expectations, right? Maybe Creighton's not laser-focused because they're playing St. Thomas. Totally understandable. But I'd like to see how things look here now up against North Dakota, a team that's really bad defensively, but also does not bring any punch on the offensive side here. Could Creighton, with an improved defense, part of the reason they're now coming to this year as a top-10 team in the AP poll, are they going to be an under team here? And keeping eyes on that 139.5. Last one I want to ask you about the RS here, and it's only because Mm – Again, Texas is playing a game as a huge favorite, but 12th in the AP poll, third on Ken Palm. Does that just jump off the page a little bit to you to see kind of Texas getting a lot more love from Ken Palm, uh, who has a lot of statistics that I know you find very valuable? Yeah, it, 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 it is interesting at that point here. And those numbers will change widely over the next five games here. But also, what is the excitement level and how many people are going to be in the building tonight watching this minus 33-and-a-half number against a team that most people never even heard of before? And, again, those are the things early season. What's that motivation check-in then for a team like a Texas, right? How much are they ready to go out there, run it up, and pour it on? Uh, up against uh, UTEP, lane 21-and-a-half, only a 15-point win. These are the interesting kind of things you have to try and figure out with an early college basketball slate. We'll take a quick break and look at the NBA after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is hour number two here on the early line. Series XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. It's Donnie and Kevin. Time to talk a little NBA action on the hard court today. Only four games tonight after a couple really nice ones yesterday, which included, how about this, K-Dub? 
three-point props back in our lives. You guessed it. Let's mm. take a look at the court tonight. Mavericks, Wizards, Luka Doncic. Let me lay it out for you here early on. Every year we come into the season, we look at the FanDuel Sportsbook and say to ourselves, where is Luka going to be priced here for an MVP? Uh, probably up pretty high. Why? 35, 8, and 8. So, again, I stumped for him. Just like you saw voting and, you know, people out there get the vote out. Get the vote out on Luka Doncic, not only to win the MVP, Kevin, but get the guy a legitimate superstar so he can actually do something and we don't waste him in Dallas. But having said that, we got a game to play tonight. If we're lining this game up, Washington getting four points here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Mm -hmm. And how about this? So many times we look at these totals, 212, 215, 226, 232. I had to look twice at this, Kevin. A 208 and a half? What gives in that? Yeah, that is disgrace, breaks my heart. What happened to my sport? What happened to our Wizards? Remember when the Wizards, two years ago when Russ was there and they were playing the Pacers with pregame totals in the 250s? Crazy, crazy times those were. Here's what I'm interested in. Not posted yet, but Luka props. I know you might think it's straightforward, but it could be a spot where the number's not high enough. Last night, they lose to the Paolo Bencaroles Orlando Magic. Mm. A bad loss. No, no way to cut it, right? However, that's just their fourth loss of the season. Let's look at what Luka's done this year after a loss. Opening night, they lose to Memphis. Comes back next game, 32-10-7. and They lose to the Pelicans. Next game against the Nets, 41-14-11. And then they lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder. He went out there. On a back-to-back, by the way, which is what tonight is, 44-5-3. and 5-3 and three is not good enough here for points, rebounds, and assists. I'm specifically interested in points. I might be interested in points, rebounds, and assists if the numbers are good enough. Luka, last game, Donnie, scores 24 points. Guess what? Only time this year he did not go for 30-plus in a game. Awful shooting, 9 of 29 from the field, 2 of 11 from 3. Bounce back spot for Luka Doncic based on every single thing we've seen from him this season. His props are what I think you target today up against the Washington Wizards. Yeah, pretty wild there that that total is sitting that low, but it's there for a reason. They just didn't pick it out of a hat. Let's take a look at another back-to-back scenario here, and that's with the Hawks. And Trey Young played last night, took an L. Maybe we'll see Trey Young play again tonight. But the one thing we do look at, even though the Hawks, 7-4, good basketball team, we expected a lot from them this year. DeJounte Murray's been sensational, no question about it. Maybe a little bit of hidden, or excuse me, he was hidden down in San Antonio, but playing mm-hmm. 23 points a game, seven rebounds, eight assists. That's every bit what you wanted from him and more. Joel Embiid back here, healthy, no knee injuries, no illnesses here. 28-10 and 10 on the season for him. Philadelphia Sixers come into this game 5-6 and six on the season. As we stated, they're the Hawks at 7-4, and four, but also, coming off a back-to-back. The Philadelphia 76ers catching one point in this game with a total listed at 222 and a half. You know, it's it's interesting. We're, it, we are in such a busy period of the sports calendar that certain things are going to feel forgotten. And right now, it's a little out of sight, out of mind, the fact that the Sixers are out there running around with no James Harden. It's just one of those, like, they're a 5-6 and six team. I'm not trying to say that they are in as bad of a spot as the Lakers or the Nets, but that's underachieving. No, any way you slice it, that's underachieving. But they got a big win last go-around up against the Phoenix Suns. The Hawks are on the second leg of a back-to-back here. So you've got some rest advantage as well. What I'm fascinated by is Trey Young has kind of been in and out of the lineup here On a back-to-back, I thought he would have a questionable tag slapped on him. Right now, that's not what we're seeing in terms of an injury report, but I don't see listed Trey Young props available. If Trey misses this game, I think you're going to see this line start to continue to creep up more and more towards the Philadelphia 76ers. Also, just continue to keep tabs on these Tyrese Maxey props. Really ugly game, last one out, 4 of 18, 11 points, but he had 28 points plus in three consecutive before that Tyrese Maxey you know it's so funny we talk SGA is the favorite for most improved a week ago that was Tyrese Maxey that's a fluid market right now but Tyrese Maxey averaging 23 and a half points per game his points prop tonight 23 and a half
Yeah, one of those perfect candidates, too, for most improved player. Getting more minutes there, James Harden goes down. You figure that would be his market. But when you have the unicorn out there for the Thunder, who when he shows up on the court, oh, 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 he's out there. He seems to drop 35-plus points. We'll see if that continues. And certainly a fluid market there. Hornets in the heat tonight. The 3-9 and nine Hornets going up against a very disappointing start through 11 games for the Miami Heat at 4-11. and 11. Terry Rozier, 22 points, 5-6 and six per game. Jimmy Butler at 21-6-6. Six but if we set the table for this one here, heavy spread here. The Miami Heat, who haven't played all that well even at home, double-digit favorites at minus 10 here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. This total lining up. How about this? Opened up at 218. We're now down to 215. So people looks like they're biting on the under tonight, K-Dub. And I think that has a lot to do with this Hornets offense that has just been atrocious now during this losing streak. Take a look at their last five games out. 88. 99, 94, 195. They have been pitiful in this run here, and it has a lot to do with them. I'm sure some folks will look to line up a potential team total on the Hornets towards the under. That number is 102 and a half, and it is a number that they have been going under now with some consistency. It's Miami, though, has not been able to match what they were able to do last season. Is a four and seven team. They have covered just two of their nine games booked as a favorite. So that's why I think the team total market maybe on the Hornets jumps out a little more because the Heat have not been a reliable team to lay 10 with. The Hornets during this losing streak have not covered a single number. Uh, that's good enough for six in a row that they have failed to cover. And again, six in a row that they've lost outright. Hit this last game quickly here, the Trailblazers and the Pelicans here. The 8-3 and three Trailblazers. How about taking the show on the road, Kevin? 5-1 and one on the season. Mm-hmm. Pelicans 2-1 and one at home through 11 games. Obviously, Lillard, 29 points per game. Brandon Ingram averaging 23-6-4. But as always, you always want to take a look at the starting lineups. Why is that important? Because the Pelicans, who's in, who's out? Looks like Zion Williamson expected once again to be in the starting lineup along with Brandon Ingram, Lillard, Simons, Hart, Grant, and Nurkic here for the Portland Trail Blazers. If we're looking at the line itself, open up at seven at the FanDuel Sportsbook, now seeing six and a half, and a nice healthy total here. From 225 is the opening number, now up to 226. We're expecting some points here between the Trail Blazers and the Pelicans. Speaking of points, though, it feels like too many points that the New Orleans Pelicans are laying here. Damian Lillard is back, and this is a Blazers team that holds a 9-2 and number against the spread this season. 5-1 and on the road, 7-2 and as an underdog. They've been one of the surprise, relatively speaking, the Blazers have been a surprise team. Now, I thought their win total was actually quite low. When we did our pick six, they were actually one of the final numbers that I was kind of peeling through there. The Blazers, if you look, were aggressive in the offseason and trying to upgrade this roster, bringing over Jeremy Grant. What's also been really important for them has been Anthony Simons living up to the billing, averaging 22 points per game. If this was a little bit more of a regular year with that most improved market I think he would be getting a lot of looks there as well he's been uh, dynamic from the three-point line in bursts and that's what's also been really crucial for this team Uh, quickly on New Orleans as they sit here in six and five one thing I think we have seen with the Pels is strong booking the record might not match it but when you peel through your you know NBA boards you see a lot of strong numbers on the Pelicans. This is a, d- a team, Donnie, that I know you talked about from a preseason win total angle here. The books have quickly, I think, bought in on that group. Yes, they absolutely have. And by the way, Sixers, Hawks, I guarantee Kevin, we're not talking Kevin Herter in that game. NFL News up next. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. 
The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At the top of our show today, we let you know there are two major quarterback questions right now. Josh Allen with distance is the most important. Super Bowl favorite, quarterback, before the injury, the MVP favorite as well. We broke that down in its entirety. The second is, it's tough to tell how important it is, as Matthew Stafford has entered concussion protocol. Here's why it's tough. One, I have no idea how he got there, so I don't know if it means he's going to miss the game or not. Two, the Rams are terrible, so they just matter a lot less than the Buffalo Bills. However, I think it's pretty reasonable to label this Sunday's game against Arizona the final nail in the coffin for the loser of that. We've said that a couple of times, I feel like, for both the Rams and the Cardinals, but this really is it. Stafford now in concussion protocol. Oh, by the way, and we'll get there in a minute, Kyler Murray mispracticed with a hamstring injury. Oh. We'll see what happens there. But let's start, let's, let's start with Stafford, Donnie. What's, what, do you, what do you make? of this Matthew Stafford situation. It, it seems like it has disaster written all over it. And not, I'm not even talking about for like later in the season, but as you said, the season feels like it's going to be this weekend. If you win, you will continue to have a season. If you lose, yeah. it's my goodness. Did we actually won the Super Bowl last year? Look at us this year. This is absolutely disgraceful the way we're playing it. Everybody got paid, but nobody wants to perform at this point. But also when you're taking a look at concussion protocol, you know, it's because uh, I always like to say I'm Dr. Donnie, but I don't know concussion protocol and when it starts and how long it lasts. Because typically, Kevin, what do we actually see? Concussion protocol beginning like Sunday night after you get injured. Monday, you do a couple tests here. Tuesday, they bring you back in again. Wednesday, you probably still can't practice, but you could be out there. Thursday, maybe you do a little bit of cardio to see if your you know mind responds, your brain responds to that. What happens when you get entered into concussion code protocol on a Wednesday? Does that extend it out another couple days? Can you get right out of it in 24 or 48 hours? Or is this one of those things where, Kevin, the good thing is Matthew Stafford is a pro. He knows the playbook. Whether or not he throws passes on Wednesday and Thursday, probably not making much of a difference, but just by being yeah. a creature of habit, that's what NFL starters do. Or is this one of those, hey, he can get cleared Sunday morning. Remember we were talking about the COVID season 2020? Like Aaron Rodgers would get it like, hey, if he's cleared by like 11.59, we're going to throw him out there and start. Is that what could happen here with Matthew Stafford and his concussion protocol? You know, the, the, sad, the sad part of it is, though, I'm trying to, there was a, there was a, there was, when Russell Wilson didn't play against the Jets, right? Mm-hmm. There was a whole lot of, it can't get any worse. I said that. And that was wrong, we found out, as the Broncos did a whole lot of nothing in that game. If I tell you that Stafford misses this game, let's say Kyler plays, because again, we got to dissect that part of it as well. Stafford misses this game. How much lower are you on the L.A. Rams? John Wolford checks in. Whether people will admit it or not, John Wolford stole Goff's job until he got injured. McVay was over Goff. It's a reason that he wears a Lions uniform now and he tried to give the ball to John Wolford. We've at least seen him him start before. We've got a couple of numbers to go off of. How much lower are you on the Rams if it's not Stafford? 
I am lower on there because obviously, like Wofford, and by the way, just getting back to a little bit of uh, betting fun over the past couple of years, if you remember that game was a playoff game where Wofford started against Seattle and Akers ran wild, mm-hmm. then he gets in. He's like, oh, man, Jared Goff's coming back into the game. Like, that's amazing. That, that's how we were thinking of Jared Goff at the time where he wasn't nearly as good as Wofford. But this is a step down here from Wofford turning that over to uh, Matthew Stafford. So I, I would have a significant downgrade on that. I would. The line sits at one and a half right now. And that's why, again, this Kyler art of it feels necessary. Or the, again, I wonder if the books are like, what do you mean he's in concussion, concussion protocol? Kind of like we are here. Yes. Is he out? Yeah. Has he been in it? And we didn't find out until right now. But also Kyler Murray pops up with a hamstring injury here. As someone with a season-long player prop on Kyler Murray, not what I'm looking for. Dr. Donnie, have you been able to dive into the lab yet? Is Kyler out this week, multiple weeks? What's going on here? Let me tell you right here sitting on the show. I have not dissected this, but I don't need to. Here with here's how I got my degree. I hurt my hamstring a few times in college, so I have a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. But let's do a little background on Dr. Donnie and hamstrings at this point. You know me. The minute I don't care if I've seen it, I don't care if it's a lie, I don't care if his leg is fine. You throw the words hamstring and not practicing today. It's a Thursday. I don't know if he's going to be out there, but I'm going to put it right now here. Kyler Murray is going to miss this football game on Sunday because why? Mm. He's a mobile quarterback that is built on running around like a mouse in the pocket to try to avoid 300-pound linemen. If he can't do that, he will turn into a pancake on Sunday afternoon. And you know who he's playing? You know who wants to chase him down? Aaron Donald to pancake him repeatedly in the pocket because he can't get away. I don't expect him to play this weekend. I don't. I think, because I was trying to dive into this a little bit, right? Because it wasn't, I don't feel like that game ended and with the cut, like, oh, look, Kyler's clearly banged up, right? So they said the injury was considered day-to-day, not catastrophic, and that Wednesday's Mm -hmm. practice was a walkthrough, aka it was not a real practice, so him not being a part of it is maybe insignificant. We will find out today. Now, I'm pretty sure, knowing Donnie, that if he does not practice today, we're done here, and he's not playing, okay? If he does practice today, maybe then you'll kind of change your tone, but we'll find out, and then tomorrow during our our full breakdown, we'll run through the games, and, and we'll figure it out from there, right? Yeah, but from a betting perspective here, like, hear me out on this. If the hamstring is going to be an issue, in practice, you're not going to test it. Hey, look, and I'm going to save this for Sunday's game. He's built on space. This isn't Eli Manning in the pocket with a hamstring injury. This is a guy whose entire offense is set up for him to go off script, run around, and make ridiculous plays. He tries that on turf against the Rams right off the bat. He might not play the rest of the way. You might get a steal on this absolute line if he plays on Sunday. How about that? Here's the interesting thing is, again, it's Colt McCoy. It's not Kyler. Colt McCoy last year kept winning mm. football games. Whoa. So, Colt McCoy versus John Wofford. What? Yeah, pick, Season right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Colt, Colt McCoy, John Wofford, this total drops like uh, to the Iowa-Wisconsin 35-and-a-half range. I mean, we're, we're yeah. absolutely getting involved with an over then. That's all of a sudden too electric to pass up. Let's talk a little Titans-Broncos here. Ryan Tannehill practiced, limited though, did practice on a Wednesday. I'm sure Tannehill's chomping at the bit that, to get back here. They play a Denver team off of a bye. It's two and a half. It was three. If you look right now, it seems as if there's a lot of bets coming in on Tennessee, but the splits say maybe a, more money on Tennessee, but the, the gap there says there's some heavier bets perhaps on the Broncos using the statistics provided to us by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Line reading? Tannehill's in? What are you seeing here? From a Denver perspective, line reading into this, you better hope that Tannehill's in this game and it's a minus two because if it's Malik Willis and Russell Wilson is a dog to Malik Willis, that tells you everything you need to know about the regime for the Denver Broncos right now. But I was reading up yesterday. There's a good thought process out there that this is going to be another start for Malik Willis. But if I'm looking at it just line reading, I do think they're hedging it a bit because, quite honestly, are you betting the Tennessee Titans at a favorite position against 
Denver Broncos with Willis, you can't honestly say, because that Denver Broncos defense is really good. We're just going to hand the football 45 times and throw for 50 yards and win as a favorite. I can't do that. If this is a Malik Willis start and the tech and excuse me, the Titans are favored, I got no choice but to take Denver, to be honest with you. I, I think that's understandable because of how great Denver's defense has been. We'll see, though, what that looks like without Bradley Chubb. I mean, this total 36 and a half, unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think Ryan Tannehill changes that all too much. I don't think you want to bring back an injured Ryan Tannehill against Denver's defense, by the way, either. I don't think that's going to particularly go great for your season. So this here's the thing, man, with Tennessee. Five and three. Last week started a real tough run of it. Home against Denver here. You say it should be Denver favorite favor pick, right? If Malik Willis plays, okay, maybe they lose that game. At Green Bay, that's not easy, no matter what's going on with the Packers. Home against the Bengals, not easy. At the Birds, okay, now all of a sudden you're looking at losing, you know, four, four or five games in a row here, right? Things start to get out of hand. Also, in that division yeah. lead, it looks a little bit different. So we are in an interesting time for the Tennessee Titans. The good thing for them, the Colts, Jeff Saturday, the Jags can't get out of their own way, and the Texans are the worst team in football. Let's talk about Jeff Saturday's Colts. Vegas' uh, Colts is down to five and a half now. It was, I believe, six and a half, six. Jonathan Taylor practices. I think that is the most important thing that can possibly happen here is this team get Jonathan Taylor back against an atrocious run defense here with this Vegas Raiders squad. Vegas might be able to kind of run and hide here from a points perspective. We shall see. But where are you at uh, with the idea that maybe Jonathan Taylor does check in for this football game and how that maybe impacts how you bet Raiders Colts? Yeah, it's, it's hard because, again, I've been prefacing this game all week long to say you're probably going to be the smartest man in the room or the dumbest man in the room, depending on who you're taking. Because you can say, oh, look at that, Taylor's back. Yep, the Raiders stink. Oh, that's a steal getting six points. Or why did you bet on the Colts? You knew they were a sinking franchise, and they got housed by 28 points with Jeff yeah. Saturday as their head coach. It only helps there, which also, if you're a Colts perspective now, you have an offensive lineman here coaching you. You know he's going to run the run the football. And also, he basically pointed out, saying, analytics. What's analytics? We're taking the points every time we can. So that looks like it's a stone-cold under type of situation, at least from a cold side. <laughs> or, hey, at least they got three instead of asking Sam That's Ellinger true. to pick up a win. fourth and four, which he was never oh, going to pick up. So... Yeah, yeah, and that's part of the reason that Frank hit that unemployment line, baby. Ah, we got a lot to break down, including that Thursday night game. It's a good one. No, it's not. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're back with you right here. Thursday Night Football is coming up in a minute, but I just remembered I wanted to bring something up. 
Look, you got to understand. DRS and I haven't been able to hang out in two days. Unacceptable, mm. right? That's It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But we were just talking Colts Raiders. And have you been able to talk about this Patriots Colts, the Colts knew the plays situation at all yet? Because it's one of my absolute favorite storylines of this season. The Indianapolis Colts go yeah. to... Yeah, all right. So the Colts go to New England. Final score, 26-3. And there's Mm -hmm. a headline coming out that one side of the ball knew the other side of the ball's plays. The Colts just fired a head coach. They got a rookie, basically a rookie quarterback. It's like, wow, wow, so the Pats knew the Colts' plays. No, not at all. Apparently, for the second week in a row, it has now come to Bill Belichick's attention that... The other side is completely aware of the plays being ran by the New England Patriots before the football is snapped. He's like, look, man, the Colts clearly knew what we were doing. C.J. Mosley was running around like he was the greatest football player in the history of this sport when we play the Jets. Something's wrong here. So my question to you, when we're looking to play the blame game, do we start looking at Mac Jones? Or do we start maybe looking at Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, and maybe they are so predictable that the opponents know exactly what's coming? Yeah, it's like they have three plays. If everybody remembers, you know, I'm dating myself here, Tech Mobile back on Nintendo, you had four plays, and it seems like maybe the New England Patriots have four plays, yeah. and you can just sort of yell out three of them and sort of, hey, they know what we're actually doing. If anybody's played sports before, you know this goes on left and right, where you can line up and watch the sweep going, ah! No, that's coming here. Watch the slam pass. Well, sometimes you can guess, right? But also, it's your tendencies. But the point before that, when you just preface this story, like Bill Belichick's up to his old antics, and just ask Mike Tomlin over the years where we would go to New England, and without fail in the second half on a big spot on the third and six, our communication system goes out, but the Patriots have theirs. A two-minute drill, I got to communicate with my quarterback. Mysteriously, nobody can hear anything. That's what we anticipated there, but not the fact that the other team knows exactly what the uh, Patriots are doing. That's hilarious, but that just goes to show you that you're not running enough formations. You can run this same play over and over and over and the defense not know it's coming because of the formations you're running out of hey look this guy goes in motion sweep coming our way how did they know that because you just did it two plays ago dummy yeah it's just one of those things where belichick looking around like what's wrong with my football team it's like you let matt patricia be the offensive coordinator man like that's what do you what do you expect? But I would love if it's like Mac Jones is saying the plays too loudly or something, and it's like we got to go to Bailey Zappi because Mac can They're audible, right? Huddle. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like, hey, uh, Omaha, 46-21. He's just going, Omaha, sweep right, sweep right. How did they know that was coming here? Well, I'm just calling it out here. Jacoby, run a curl. All right, here we go. (laughs) It's like, brother, we, all right, sure. Ramadre. Everybody has their wristband. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's Uh, that's the fact of the matter that they won those games too, Mm -hmm. which is hilarious where the other team knew it was coming. Jeez, man. Correct. 2-0 in those two games. Uh, Let's get to Panthers-Falcons on a Thursday night. Two and a half point line that Atlanta's favored on the road in a little divisional matchup here. Totals 42 and a half. These teams met just a couple of weeks ago in legitimately one of the best games of the season. A 37-34 final score. The Falcons won this game. But let me start with this question. Why in the world is P.J. Walker starting this game? I mean, what are we doing here? P.J. Walker, due to injury, takes the starting quarterback job and... Threw for three touchdown passes in three and a half games. It was three and a half instead of four because in the first half against Cincinnati, he mustered up an impressive three for 10 for nine yards, no touchdowns, and two picks. Baker came in and threw for two touchdowns, 155 yards and a half. Now, I understand that the game was all over. I I get you. But P.J. Walker was benched because that's how bad it was. This team traded, not major assets, but assets nonetheless, for Baker Mayfield. He lost the job because of health. How in the world did he not get that job back based on what happened in Cincinnati? How is P.J. Walker still the starting quarterback 
for the Carolina Panthers, Donnie. Yeah, how did anybody get their job back after how they performed in Cincinnati? I mean, we're down 35 nothing at the break. But I do think this is a call from upper management to say you're running oh. him out there, not because he's our future, but because he actually doesn't give us a legitimate chance to win. What are you talking about, Donnie? Just no, trust me. When you're running him out there and he's going to exit with like a negative QBR rating only to start him again against a division <clears throat> rival on a Thursday night, we know exactly what they're doing. Now, could they be so diabolical in the back room to say, you know, Tepper comes down and goes, hey, Baker, let me talk to you for a second here. I'm not going to play the rest of the year. I'm trying to lose as many games as possible. And Baker goes, well, then just set me free. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You're our quarterback of the future. We just want a better draft pick, and we'll try again next year. I don't know what's going on in Carolina, but I feel like I just hit the nail on the head as that's the only plausible thing that's going to work because <laughs> if Baker Mayfield at least gives you a chance to move the football, why isn't he playing unless you think he's your starter next year, but you want a higher draft pick. You don't want to cut him loose because you might get compensation. Let's see where I'm going on this. It's like we have that little meme where everybody's like, oh, my God, this, 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 this. That's what it feels like it's going on in Carolina, only to get beat down tonight. I absolutely love that you just said, I got no idea what's going on, but I do feel like yes. I just hit the nail on and the head. I like, think like, I listen, did. <laughs> I nailed it. Let me tell you something, man. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's not. What is that? What's that move? That's, you just hit there? This, this is the, the head spinning around. Boom. There you go. You got that? I just tell you, man, a world where you think that the Panthers pull Baker's side, hey, listen, brother, man, we just need to tank for a draft Love pick. It. All right, don't you worry about this. As if that draft pick would not be spent on a quarterback is beyond me. Let's then get straight to this here. P.J. Walker's passing yards is 165 and a half. Jeez. It's eight more yards than Marcus Mariotis. My God. I mean, what is 504? A billion to one tonight. Here's my yeah. question before we, and then we'll do the, the side of the total. We'll run through it all. Chances that PJ Walker's bench in this game, like 50 50, no? Yes. I mean, and also, like, you're starting a quarterback. Your best option is he's got 165 yards. Like, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to, like, put it into words what these two numbers mean. Like, Marcus Marietta, when you think about it right now, decent quarterback in the NFL, 157. 157. And then P.J. Walker, right? Hey, what's his ceiling? 168 is his ceiling tonight. I just can't wrap my head around this is the new NFL and this is what we're getting here. On a prime time game, yeah. no less. It's, it's actually bonkers. I'll say I don't love laying points on the road in division on a Thursday night. I just True. don't know how I'm supposed to trust what I'm getting out of Carolina. I do think it's an under game, though. The last time they met explosive, 71 points, 68 in regulation. However, that's not who these teams are, right? They're not explosive offenses like that. Look at kind of, again, what we saw. We had one team bench their quarterback at the break, and the other team go out there and score 17 at home against the Chargers that have been really bad against competent offenses here. My lean in this one would be towards and under. Any thoughts side total, or you want to head straight to the props market? Yeah, I think the props are the better because I think you, 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 we're talking about a game here where I'm not too enthusiastic about either side. It's almost like you just want to take the points at this point or take the home team on a Thursday night. But also, well, look, they had a high-scoring affair last time out. We're, I'm not feeling a high-scoring affair. I do think there are some decent looks, though, in the props market. All right, so uh, again, Cordell Patterson is plus 105. He's your lowest number yeah. for an anytime touchdown score. Dante Foreman is plus 130. You've only got four guys that are underneath plus 200 right now is it as simple as then just start to line up Patterson or do you want to go down this board no it, it, it also like multiples here you can actually look at either side but I think the most confident here is I'm trying to zero in at plus money which all of these guys nobody's in the you know laying juice here to score a touchdown I want to pick two and if I'm looking at the backfield here for the Atlanta Falcons if you think they win the football game you just saw the number on Marcus Mariota a buck 57 so it's not going to be an aerial assault where, hey, man, Mario Miro is connected from 50 yards out for touchdowns. They're probably going to be running RPOs inside the five-yard line. So if you line up Cordell Patterson back healthy now and scoring touchdowns, he's a plus 105. I think he makes sense. But also want to double down and take Algier with him at a plus 210 price, which the goal of it is just get one. Sure, you'd love Algier to be the one at the plus 210. But if Patterson scores a plus 105, you're getting at least your money back. And there's a legitimate chance that both of those guys,
those guys do score a touchdown tonight. I don't think this is going to be a great passing performance out of either side, so I would be taking running backs. And if you want to flip it over to the Carolina side, do the same thing. Deontay Foreman plus 130, Chuba Hubbard at a plus 160 price. One of them scores a touchdown on the ground. You cash in a ticket here of plus money. I think it makes sense both sides. I just lean a little bit more trusting in Algier and Patterson here for the Atlanta Falcons. I don't mind that look at all. One thing I'm going to look at is in the receiving yardage market, it's Kyle Pitts, and it's 37 and a half. So when these teams just met, Mariota actually ended up throwing for 258 yards. Five catches, nine targets, 80 yards, and a touchdown for Kyle Pitts. Now, next game out, he only has 27 yards, two catches. But what is important to me is he had seven targets. So 37 and a half, if he was able to bring in just one more of those targets... You're over that number against the Chargers. Perhaps, you know, Arthur Smith sees something in the Carolina defense that'll force Mariota to throw the football a little bit more. But I don't want to trust Mariota over his number. If if Mariota goes over, Pitts is going over. But I think Pitts could also get over his marker without a big day from Mariota. That's how I'm going to look in terms of yardage props. Anything else yardage-wise or match specials, uh, take us through it. Yeah, match specials. Actually, the game specials market tonight, again, I'm not going to be taking this, but I'm always fascinated because as we say to ourselves multiple times, when we line up a game that we don't think is going to get a lot of scoring, we tend to love those games with scoring props. Why is that? The numbers are astronomical. Marcus Mariota and P.J. Walker each have one touchdown pass in each half is an 18-to-1 price. Just to put that in perspective, two good quarterbacks, you're hovering around a 4-to-1 price or a 5-to-1 price. That's ridiculous. But also, one of those markets which I do think are fascinating is on the totals market at the FanDuel Sportsbook, talking about total touchdowns for the game. The Panthers over 2 at a minus 138 price. The Falcons over 2.5 at a plus 108. If we narrow it down even to the halves, one first-half touchdown for the Panthers. Minus 108, which means you score a touchdown. You're playing with house money at that point to get another one. If we look at the Falcons in the first half, Kevin, over one touchdown, minus 146. Again, if they score one touchdown, you're rolling the dice for free the rest of the way. So I think those are valuable choices here, even though I don't Mm. think we're going to get a high-scoring game. Come on, we can't get a touchdown here in a first half from one of these football teams to at least push and then try to win money. Those markets certainly viable as well, Kevin. Not bad. I just want to let people know you've been doing this with me as well. You, you'll know this. Highest 504 I've ever seen, and I think I'll ever see. What is it? 32 to 1. 32. <laughs> uh, don't bet that. It's not uh, even that much. Ne- it's not like 250 and two touchdowns apiece no. to be your average game in Correct. the NFL, and you're getting a Correct. lottery ticket. Correct. Never. And But I'm not. I'm. They did, actually, just for reference, though, they hit Damn. that with ease in that last yes. meeting. Yes. The 504. Oh, Uh-oh. I mean, so maybe you got to line it up then, man. You just take a swing for defense. Here's the one thing. One and one That's tonight, because I could see P.J. being benched, one rushing touchdown, one passing touchdown, the trap spot to me feels like Mariota throwing. He threw for three in the last matchup. It's about plus 280 or so. Listen up. Right side will close it out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, final segment of the day for the early line. Thursday edition, right here on the Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159. Down your right side, Kevin Wall, 7 to 9 a.m., as always, the place to be. And then we hand it over to the morning after and the rest of your Sports Grid programming. Whatever, a lot of stuff today. The NFL game, as we always like to joke about, because today it doesn't seem like there's a lot of juice. Then we start talking numbers on some of the prop bets, and it starts getting juiced up higher and higher and higher. But this week in the NFL, a lot of moving parts, particularly at the quarterback position. Listen up. What a crazy week for NFL quarterbacks, and even crazier when you're trying to handicap the situation. Because as we know, the most important job in professional sports, yeah, it's the quarterback here. Starting with the game that's going to be played in Germany this week. Who would have thought the guy having the better season in this game would not be Tom Brady when he's going up against Geno Smith and maybe the team? You figured the Bucs would be cruising and rolling at this point, and Seattle just playing out the string, not the case. Seattle could maybe be the better team here. They're not favored in this game, but my goodness, certainly playing better football, at least for me, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Switch it over to Kirk Cousins in a big spot here, not in prime time, which he tends to do better outside of prime time. Who is he going up against here? Is it going to be Josh Allen? Is that elbow injury going to keep him out? Are we going to see Case Keenum slide it down to Denver? Is Russell Wilson all the way back from that hamstring injury? Will we get Malik Willis or will we actually get Ryan Tannehill in that game? Also, how about the game Arizona and L.A.? We previewed that a little bit earlier in the day today. Come on, man. Are we going to miss both quarterbacks in this game? Stafford with a head injury and also Kyle Murray with a hamstring injury. And then finally, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys rolling up the Lambeau as five-point favorites, even though Aaron Rodgers is healthy and is still the starting quarterback there. A lot to be desired across the NFL landscape. But you can certainly profit about, profit about that on that if you get the right information at the right time. How do you do that? You got to keep it right here on the Sports Grid Network. We got you covered, baby. Now, stay tuned for Ben Stevens and the morning after. Coming up next, right here on the Sports Grid Network. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.